Hello and welcome to another episode of This Diet Life. I am Kim Dunaway. Today is part nine of our 10-part series on the yamas and niyamas of yoga. Today is niyama number four, svadhyaya. Svadhyaya, which is a little hard to get around the pronunciation. It's actually spelled S-V-A-D-H-Y-A-Y-A. More importantly, it means education or reflection. This niyama really makes us look at ourselves in our life in its entirety. I don't know if you ever had to do an exercise where you had to write your own obituary. Thankfully, I've never had to do this in any of my classes, but it was something that I know I had some college friends that had to do and maybe even in high school. And the purpose of it usually is to give yourself some reflection upon your life. What is it that you think has stood out? What do you think people will remember you for? And what changes would you wanna make to change your story? And I think that example is at the very essence of what this niyama is. Self-study, self-awareness, self-knowledge, self-examination, and self-reflection. And so in order to make changes in our life, we really have to know how we got there. We have to learn from our own history. We have to understand our own mind, our own body. They say that the body is kind of like an iceberg. What you see is a very small amount of the person. What you see in an iceberg is just the tip. There's a humongous structure underneath the water. What people see of ourselves is a very small part of ourselves. But when we look at ourselves, do we tend to see just that same part of ourselves that other people see? Or do we see our entire self? Have we given ourselves the ability to really look, to really have moments of deep reflection, to really be able to flex that self-awareness muscle and sometimes it can be a really difficult thing to do can be a really emotional thing to do I finished this book a few months back called the body keeps the score and it's all about trauma how the body stores trauma and trauma doesn't have to be a traumatic event such as rape or being a veteran in war, all of us have little mini traumas within us. Being bullied can be a trauma. Having a bad breakup can be a trauma. Disappointment, rejection, all of those things cause us to modify our behavior, whether we recognize it or we don't. To be very personal here, one of the things that I 
my husband and I struggle with at times is when I grew up, my father was very critical and he's, he's a great man and I, I love him to pieces, but he's oftentimes parents are a reflection of their own. And so if I did something right, I, I never really got acknowledged for that, but I always, always was reprimanded or scolded when I did something wrong. So my husband has a tendency at times to constantly tell me when I'm doing something wrong. And it sort of brings up some of that old trauma from childhood of being constantly told you're not doing this wrong. This feeling of you're not good enough sort of rears its ugly head. And so sometimes when it really bothers me, I have to go into sort of self-reflection mode and sort of figure out why it is that I'm feeling that way. And I'm reminded of the past that has led me to this point. And I certainly have a lot of, of many traumas and frustrations, of course, with my weight and my body image that I struggle with. And I have a long history of that. And sometimes I need to do a little self-reflection for looking at some positive things in my life to remember some good things that I've done so I don't feel as though I'm always piling on to myself a negative way. So self-reflection can be very, very beneficial for a number of reasons. It can allow us to see places where we need to heal, places where we need to change. It can allow us to rewrite our story. If you were to write your story today as it has been up until this point, what you can't change the past, of course, but you are constantly writing the present. And so you can take those things that you've learned and make changes for your future self. I know people that have done a different exercise in writing their obituary. They wrote their future self. Their, not their obituary as if they died at this moment, but their obituary 30 years from now, 40 years from now, and what they wanted to accomplish and then looking at what steps they would need to take to get there. But all of this requires taking those steps. It requires that self-reflection, that self-examination. So some questions that you can ask yourself that kind of helps you get started. Is this what I really want? Is this what I really want to do? How do I feel? How do I want to feel? Is this what I really want to say? Is this going to take me where I want to go? Am I attached to a certain outcome? And what is another way to look at this? Every moment we are offered an opportunity to reflect. We've all said something at times that we wish we hadn't have said. Or there's been times that we wish we had have said something and we didn't. 
These are all great lessons. Instead of being so worked up on what we wish we would have done or wish we didn't say, own it and make different choices next time. Put yourself in a position to make different choices by doing some of the internal work, knowing yourself better, and having a better idea of what you want. I'll be honest. I, I've struggled with what do I want post-childbirth. Becoming a mom has given me a little bit of an identity crisis at times. It's been harder for me to create goals because I've got this little person that I'm, I'm most concerned with. And sometimes we get lost. And, and it doesn't have to be just as a parent. It could be in your job. It could be in a relationship. It could be with your family. Sometimes we get a little lost and it's hard for us to figure out who we are, where we want to be, and how on earth do we get there. And those are moments to step back and do some reflection. Maybe a lot of reflection. A lot of times it's going to require writing stuff down. What I like about myself, what I wouldn't change, what I don't like, what I can change. And some of those things that maybe you feel like you want to change, maybe you don't need to. Maybe you just need to change the way you look at it. So there's a lot there. So I won't go any deeper. This might be a podcast you have to listen to a couple of times. <laughs> this this niyama is, a, is, a, is tough and I think they get a little tougher each one. This one is something that I am, I'm working on myself. Constant frustrations at times is indication that we need to pause and look within. Thank you so much for listening as always. We have one more Niyama left and I look forward to talking with you again soon.